Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dorian Show. My name is Dorian, and today we have a friend of mine here, Paul Robertson. He is a real estate agent and comedian, Yeah. and I think he has a six-pack. I've been stalking him on uh, Instagram. I'm working on that. Yeah. Welcome, uh, Paul, everyone. What's up? How's it going, dude? Doing good. We're rolling. Yep. Yeah. You're a you're a handsome Asian man. I just want to throw that out there right now. I get that rarely, but thank you. Do you, you. get that rarely? Well, dude, Korean Do you get handsome or just you don't get handsome? I get Asian, Asian man a lot. Are you an Asian man? That what they that's what they ask you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's more declarative. They're usually like, You're an Asian man. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Korean's yeah. coming up big. This BTS has helped me out a lot, bro. Really? Yeah. Not get so much attention growing you up. Don't, but nowadays, you, don't, you don't look like BTS though. You look like uh I know, I didn't get all the plastic surgery, so I got the old. Did they school. all get plastic surgery? Bro. Of course. I thought Asians just look alike <laughs> that way. Well But you're different. They're like um you know, a little hair, bit more feminine, I would say. Yeah, no, when my hair's down, I get Stevie Oki a lot. I get that. Oh, yeah. nice. Are you, on a, are you on the dating apps or anything like that? Uh, Yeah, I do some dating apps. You're killing I, it? Dude, I'm tired today. I just went on a date yesterday. I mean, you don't know if it did well or not. I just said I went on a date. Dude, you wanna, that's pretty good for most guys. Are you killing it on these apps? Um, I wouldn't say I'm killing it. I, some ladies are killing it. They kill it. Dude, I think all ladies kill it. Yeah, it's killing my wallet, bro. Like, you know, you go, oh, yeah, that makes go sense. Pay for stuff. It's a double standard going on right now, you know? Yeah. What? If I can ask you, how many dates do you go on? I'm busy. So, not with the dating. I like one oh, yeah, a week. Yeah. One a week. Cause that that is insane. One a week is a lot. Those are That's is killing it? it for dudes, I oh, think. I'm killing it. I'm killing You're it. You're killing yeah. it. One a week meaning like a different different lady? Yeah. Yeah. But I only I only got on the apps lately out of convenience because uh -huh. if you're working and you're trying to stand up and you're also like having to go talk to like girls that you've never met before. Yeah. It's a lot of work, man. So it is. it's like just for the sake of I could do this, you know. Yeah. You yeah, find yeah. true love on the toilet, you know. That's, That's true. Swipe away. Are you on Tinder or are you on uh, I went I went all out. All of them. Yeah, I don't know all of them. Like I'm not on like Christian Mingle. Okay. But like, I could I could try? You could. Yeah. Are you on? You're in the free ones only, or you pay for? Uh... Dude, I paid. I paid for Bumble forever. What? Well, what's the difference? If you pay, you just get more. You get you swipe as much as you want, dude. It's unlimited. Okay. But that was a bad investment. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Dude, I do the worst. I do the worst out of all of them there. Like on the Bumble. Worst. Yeah. You know why? It's because the ladies have to reach out first. And that's not that's not how the game works in life. Even though they they're saying like this is for like women to reach out first, like yeah. In real life, like women rarely reach out, right? Yeah, no, that that's the stupidest system. Yeah, yeah. But and you paid for it. The ladies don't they like to work you. like that, bro. It's, yeah, it's you know they think that that's a good thing, and for some guys it is. I was in the back of this cab. It was like Uber. Sorry, I'm old. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, this guy's like, I work at Bumble in our data department, and you ladies are just getting passed around by the same 15% of guys, and you guys have no clue how the Matrix works and all this. I don't know if he's serious, it's but true. he was pretty drunk, and he, I don't know. He it's looked, true. He looks like true. a I read, guy. I read something. Uh, they say the top 10% of men yeah. date like 90% of the women Dude, online. Dude, I am definitely not in that percent. Dude, I think you might be. One of the I, I was uh, When I was on the apps, I was getting like, couple matches but like maybe like one date one to two dates a month and i thought yeah. i was killing it but i'm not well, compared I, to how you, much dude. you swipe like i swipe the max i'm not i'm only on uh i'm only on uh hinge and i was on coffee meets bagel for a while so i swipe the whatever you send a, a message do you send a hinge message i don't oh you gotta work hard bro like, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. This, this, this the lazy way i'm I knew well here's the, what i'm thinking yeah Here's what I don't, I don't like when they, uh, this is what people say, like uh, a lot of um, ladies would be like, oh, you got to stand out from the crowd. You have to make an effort. You have to send like a, like a, you know, like a constructed specific message to every girl. Yeah. But I'm like, every woman is getting like thousands of message every single day. They yeah. might not even see yeah. my message. So I, 
I yeah, I don't. I don't even. I just. I don't even send messages. I just. And then they match. If we match, okay, that's when I send something. Here's my theory. Don't, because it'll just be different in the inbox. Okay. Don't like the first picture. I never do. I always like a picture where it's her face. If it is a close-up of her face, I always like that one. I always like the one where her friend's in it. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so you don't know which one she is? No, I'll always go for the quote. You Really? Yeah. Those are the worst. You say something, you got to say something about that quote. Okay. Yeah. That's worked like, for you? this is fucking dumb. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that might work. They, well, that's nagging. Or, <laughs> it doesn't, I mean, you don't, it could be some, like, black dude. You don't know, like, don't get your, you know, you don't take any of this seriously. Like, uh-huh. could be some, like, sometimes there's scammers on there. That's like the woman the could have been a dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, San Francisco, they could all, everyone's a dude. I don't know. I feel like every Asian girl on there is fake because they kind of look like those. Um, they all kind of all look like a Korean. Like, yeah, they're, like the photos just look fake to me. Yeah. All the Asian women. Those are mostly fake. Those okay. Mostly so fake. I just pass pass on the Asians. They go for a lot of white chicks. That's you do? Like, yeah. I'm adopted though. So it's like. Oh, what yeah, I grew dude. Up with. Yeah. yeah. No, it's fine. I mean, I, I like all types of chicks, you know, all the hot ones. Um. But yeah, once a week is really good. They say 9% of women date, no, 9% of the, 10% of the men date 9% of the women. And also that women hate Asian men. So <laughs> no, I'm telling you, you're doing great. BTS, Squid Games, fucking helping, yeah. helping us out. Yeah. But okay. mostly the Koreans. And I got a little Japanese in me, which is really cool. We're okay. like the coolest Asians right now. They don't know if you're Korean or not. Do you say you are? No. Like, I get asked it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I get asked that. But nice. It's helpful. Dude, it's helpful. you're killing it. You're killing it. Um. So, yeah. On on the... How, how, do you, uh, how do you ask a girl out? Like, do you spend a lot of time messaging them? Or do you like... No. What's no. your game plan? I need to write this um, down. Take notes. Are you single fools and you comedy? okay? It's a it's it's kind of like stand up. You get a feel for it. Okay. So once there's enough, like you feel enough interaction happening. Yeah. You just say, hey, we should we should meet up. Okay. Yeah. So you go like a couple days, or you say, a couple hey, message. Yeah, like. So there's a couple theories on this. A couple ideas. Yeah. I ask some girlfriends. Like sometimes I go for a phone number on the app. A lot of girls are like, no. Okay. Well, some girls like that. Okay. But you never know, because not a, there's no one size fits all with this. It's yeah, like yeah, different, yeah, yeah. Different styles, different aisles. You know? Okay. So sometimes you go for a number, but usually you're just like, because yeah, usually you go and you'll meet up. And uh, I try. I don't like dinner. I don't. I like mm. dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't like dinner dates. Okay. Because then, like, you're stuck with someone you don't. You don't know anybody from a profile. Sure. Yeah. What do you go for? Drinks, coffee, ice cream. Mm, it Boba. <laughs> It depends. Uh, a drink, a drink like a happy hour drink is great because then you can you can roll into a dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you do do dinner, I recommend sushi. Okay. Like you don't want to be stuck with a sandwich or pizza. Or, like bite sized okay. stuff is better. Tapas, anything bite sized is. This a good, is good info. Yeah. I'm like totally different. And if the date goes really well, you don't want to be all stuffed, you know. Yeah, yeah, From, yeah, yeah. So like it, it you have to, you have to think about it. Nice. Yeah. How how well, give me your. Uh, what is your, what is your, uh, I know a lot of like uh, comedians will watch this, all 10 of them that follow what, uh, are single probably. And Bro, they, I'll watch this one too. Don't worry. Okay. How, how would, I'm okay. So it. you're matched with, with the girl. Like I'm the girl. Like what would you, I don't know if I, you know, you don't want to give the specifics. Oh no. Like, how do you, how do you get in, get that day? Like, what do you start saying? Um, you go for, you, you start saying like, you just spit stupid stuff usually. Never compliment. I mean, you can. For example, give me one. Um, okay, so there's this girl who is a... Um, she's studying, like, somatic psychology, which I don't have no clue what that is. Mm-hmm. She likes, like, like fantasy, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm. and, like, Harry Potter and stuff like that. Okay. Um, what we do in the shadows. Don't so know I'm what just that like, one. Uh, it's, 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 it's uh, like a... It doesn't matter. It's on that end part of the, the okay. movie, you know, spectrum. And okay. It's it's comedy. Same okay, same okay. director is like Thor, Love and Thunder, and like uh, Watiti or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's a cool guy. He's a very funny New Zealand guy. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, I know a little bit about that, so I'll just say, hey, 
I think Jermaine Clement is one of the funniest men alive. Send. Okay. So she's like, oh, that's interesting. Now we have that. And nice. It, 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 Do you have to like research that? Because I don't know shit about. No, because like if you don't, if you're not interested in anything other than how she looks, like anything she wrote, if there's like I can't find out a lot from the profile, I'm probably skip it. Damn. Yeah. That's a power move. Well, I'm I only mean, in it for the looks. I feel like most of the times they say stuff, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no. Because they say stupid shit like, I don't want pineapples on a pizza. It's a lot of times what yeah, I find. Yeah, those girls are probably boring. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. what are you going to get out of life? You know? Okay, so you say something like very specific and you'll get a response. Sometimes not, okay. but that's my that's the game I play. Try to like oh. go, you got to go pointed. But on like, on Tinder, you can't say anything really. Oh, you can't? Yeah. So you just swipe away, bombs okay, away, okay. and that's just all looks. Okay. I don't know why people write a profile. Which apps do, which apps do you have the most success in? Hinge and Tinder. Okay. Yeah. Even though it's just all spam and looks, only Tinder. You got the looks down, dude. Hinge. Well, so you can screen for height. I don't got the height. I'm 5'7". Five, 5'8 seven. Five, on a good day, you know? Okay. But you can screen that out, lie? too. Like do six you lie foot. by your height? No, no, I'm not going to do that. So I'm gonna. I'm trying to get guys my, lie about their height. That's, that's what I hear. That's that's good in the short term, bad in the long term. Because then you gotta yeah. like compensate for that, like what's, for the rest of your life with that person. You know. What's crazier, men lying about their height or women lying about their weight? Those are comparable. Opposites. Yeah. Yeah. But guys, you can lie and they wouldn't know until they meet you. But girls, like there are rules I stand by. Like you never swipe right on a on a girl that don't have a full body picture. Ooh, that, those. Yeah, you like you you can go to one and you swipe swipe and like this person yes. has skinny beautiful, face, beautiful human being, does not like to work out. Yeah, yeah. That's all I can say. They got skinny face. <laughs> this is what okay. This is how I I this is how this I have no game when I do uh um online dating yeah this is literally what happens like me and you will match on hinge okay and i'll say something like how was your weekend or how is your week going and if she responds with anything i'll be like hey you want to go grab a bite or a drink bro you're missing a few critical steps every bro. single you, time you go one to ten it works enough times where well then that's all that matters she must like something about you, you yeah know? but then also like it scares away like a lot of women some of them are like oh can you talk for a while or something i'm like that no. means she's interested though that she's curious yeah but i don't know them i don't want to talk to someone i don't know N nobody does bro but that's the game you know it's a terrible game what the thing is i'm like if it's a drink like you could never you just never see me again if you don't like me yeah, but they're watching all these serial killer movies and yeah. shows right now, you know? So that's yeah, how it yeah. starts. He lured me into a bar, and okay. then he lured me into his van. Yeah. And he lured me into a grave. Okay. That's the end of it, you know? No yeah, chances. take notes. Take notes, guys. Paul's killing it out there in the dating world and the white ladies, which is like the the white whale, I guess. For I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say... Uh, all white, but that's you know, that's yeah, usually yeah, yeah. responds to me white or Asian generally. Really? Yeah. I have like no response from Asian girls. I, I'm not very interested in ABGs. You know ABGs? Asian baby. I know what yeah, you're talking it's about. It's not dude. my style. Little hood. I'm very bohemian and a lot yeah. of the girls who grew up and they're immigrants are very into material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I work yeah. in real estate. I'm kind of like bohemian yeah. behind that. So Yeah, I'm but like, everybody needs a house. I like read poetry and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, you're like a you're like a hip asian where i don't see a lot of people a lot of asians don't fit in that role well because i'm adopted so i'm like a white kid in disguise i'm like oh, a, that's I'm, right i'm like a hippie bohemian kid that's right your parents hippie kind of yeah my dad's hair was like longer than mine and oh nice yeah. yeah do you have any other like adopted siblings yeah i do my uh sister she's uh four years younger than me also adopted from korea different family she's adopted from Okay, yeah, wow. We're both like six months old when you get adopted from Korea back then. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. How's that uh how's how's that like growing up adopted? Uh Santa Cruz is pretty cool for that. Shout Santa Cruz. I went there. For oh yeah, undergrad. Santa, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So my folks live pretty close to the campus now in Escalona. Okay. So they're not too far. I grew up in Aptos, which is Santa Cruz County. Yeah, I know what that is. Yeah. It's pretty good. Very nice area. Yeah. Was it like weird growing up? Knowing your parents aren't your parents because you're don't like you you don't look like them. Uh yeah you don't you, you don't look like you pick up all the mannerisms though like like kids yeah. like brainwash themselves real good into that you know yeah yeah but it's like you know say you grew up and you grew up with religion 
Yeah, I did, but like my parents aren't religious. Okay, so for example, I, I was, was just putting like private school and I picked it up from there. I was just talking to two people who went to BYU and they grew up Mormon, like mm-hmm. super Mormon. Yeah, yeah. And like I think, well, that'd be weird. You hear some weird stuff. Yeah. Perfectly normal for them. Okay. So however you grow up is what's normal to you as a kid. We're pretty flexible okay. as babies, I think. Are you like, were you, did you have like a rebellious phase where you're like, you're not my dad? No, no, not no. me. That, I mean, that Your definitely sister? is a lot of, mm, she has a lot more tattoos than me. Okay. But do you yeah. think that was re- because she was rebellious or she's just, I don't know. I think people like cool adoptions are a rare thing, you know? So uh-huh. I think people mentally process that however their environment is and how they're mm-hmm. dealing with life. Yeah. So my, like my life was pretty decently normal, easy. Okay. So for me, it's like no axe to grind there, you know? So, no Asians though, right? In Aptos, Aptos, not a lot. How was that Maybe like the Chinese restaurants and the dry cleaner? Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. How was that like growing up? I have two this? adopted cousins who are also Korean. One's two years older than me. And then <laughs> okay. One's, uh, like half a year younger. Yeah. So it's just Damn, like, dude, your family is just, yeah. Adopting machines. Yeah. None of none. Like uh, your parents don't have their own children. They just adopted you guys. Nah, dude. My, um, my dad was such a hippie. He was like, Oh, having kids is bad. And he got a vasectomy like in his twenties. Nice. And then later he's like, kids are cool yeah 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 so i'm gonna go adopt kids nice yeah so there's gonna be a bunch of like uh, asian robertson's family tree i'm like the last so my grandma had nine kids two boys uh my dad and his brother i am the last male robertson the family tree is going very asian from now on forever yeah 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 but you're the asian robertson though i'm the last one yeah i'm the last of the dynasty that's interesting do you uh do you have um do you know who your birth parents are, or is that it was like like a I don't know how that works at the adoption? Um, I never met them. Okay, I never met them. But do you know who they are, or mm-hmm. no? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know very little about that through the adoption okay. agency. Okay. Yeah, I actually went to Korea to go meet my birth mom. You did? Yeah, but I couldn't. Why? Because a year after I was adopted, uh huh, she got married, and he probably think she was a virgin like oh. i'm pretty sure i would have waltzed back into her life and she was like glad he's okay but for reasons i can't meet because when was this, this you after went... college this is right after college i went to okay to you could hit her up now there's no way they would know you just say you're a nephew something like have that. you guys communicated no 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 just the one time through the through the uh, adoption agency I have a half sister and a half brother okay there. yeah have you met them no Talk but i them. want to i'm very curious i'm very curious. okay yeah. how do you how would you get in contact with them does the adoption agency have their information down e- probably yeah i think so you speak korean no no do people in korea generally speak english no yeah they yeah. do younger people definitely are getting that it's like okay well, More right than, when you were talking about BTS, I was like, the, those guys' English is terrible. I don't think they speak. I think Black Not, Pink's English is pretty good, Okay, if I remember. I don't know any of them. I just heard some of BTS songs. You don't know songs. them personally? No, or I've never no? watched their interview. Oh, I've, okay. I've seen like BTS's like, uh, songs, and I'm like, I don't think they know English. They understand a lot more than... Okay. I mean, I can't speak for all Koreans. But yeah. when I was there, like, around the cities, the younger folks, mm-hmm. they, there's like there's shrines to English. They, okay. There's subways also in English in Korean. Uh, okay. Seoul. They have... Uh, it's all in Korean and then in English right behind it. You know what I heard? I, do you listen to Joe Rogan? Yeah. A little bit? Yeah. I, I think he said it was for Korean people, but like the like the pilots and like the airlines and stuff, they all started speaking English. Heard that. Because yeah. in like the Korean language, like the it's hierarchy. the hierarchy and they, they couldn't tell like they're superior that something's wrong. There's a very famous uh, case about that where the, <laughs> okay. the plane went down uh-huh. because the air traffic control is above them and uh-huh. they wouldn't tell the air traffic control that they're wrong. That they're out of fuel. Oh, really? And the plane just fucking crashed. They have a like superior to almost every airline at the time. Yeah, Safety yeah, record. Yeah. No one could understand why the plane would run out of fuel and crash. Yeah. And it's because of the culture, apparently. That's the only thing that they could really understand. Yeah. But once they like switched languages, yeah. like, you just tell me, hey, you're out of fuel. Yeah. That's like, well, that's, that's what I am. Crazy. I only speak English. So yeah. there's sometimes, you know, people will put as a person who like is Korean and looks Korean, but not culturally. Yeah. I put expectations on you that I don't yeah. need at all. And it's like, well, I'm not going to do that shit. You know? Well, I mean, a lot of stuff are kind of dumb. Like I, um, 
when I was younger, when I like work and uh, even when I was in college and school, they like teach you kind of these like, uh, they call it a uh, cultural awareness. Yeah. But it's really just a nice way of telling you like stereotypes because they'll say like, oh, sometimes Asian people don't make eye contact because that's not in their culture. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? And I'm like, what is that? They're like? treading on thin ice, you know? But I'm like, I'm like, all right, dude. Like, I'm like, uh, okay, so... I don't know like what to do with that because everyone I know makes eye contact. The guys around here are like Asians are bitches. They never look at you in the eye. You know? Yeah, it's like, is that true? It's like, not. I don't. I make eye contact all the time. Yeah, me too. There's, a, <laughs> I make eye contact so much. There's this is a long time. It was like probably ten years ago. I used to work in the tenderloin, and I was all. I will always make eye contact with people that I walk by. But because I was in the tenderloin, I almost got into a fight with some bum. Oh really? Yeah, he's a walk by me and then. I'm, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a bigger dude. So he was like, it was weird. So he walked by me, and then when he was behind me, he was just like, "What are you looking at?" Uh, but he just kept walking. Yeah. But yeah, I, I make eye contact. That guy's anger, man. You know. But like stuff like that, I'm like, why do you tell people like you just you can't assume all Asians don't make eye contact? Sounds like, or a like gross generalization. Yeah, it's or like billions of Asians. Yeah, and yeah. Just looking at the floor, and even the U.S. like is so like being born here is. You're already so different, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, that's crazy. Um, so you're in real estate. How how uh, how long did you? How you been doing that? Um, like over twelve years now, something like that. Like thirteen years, maybe. Really, you? Knew... Yeah, I started in New York. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. I was uh, after I went to USF here, and okay. I studied finance, and I would nice. minor in music from there. Okay. I went out there. Alawa Candy. Huh? Uh, basketball player. I forgot his name. First name. Alawa Candy. First number one draft pick. This is back when I don't know. we were younger. Bro, I'm not so good with basketball. The, NBA. Not so good with the NBA draft picks. That's okay. Not, he yeah, was but, like in early 2000. He was a USF guy? USF, I think, yeah. Oh, really? Shit, I should know yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, I'm on our alumni board, so these are things I probably should know. So, oh, nice. Um. Yeah, I went out to New York, and okay. then I, uh, yeah. How long were you out there doing real estate? Like all my 20s. So I was okay. there from like 22 to like like 31, something like that. Okay. Did I you, came back here and kept doing it. Did you like always knew you wanted to do real estate? Bro, no. No, bro. How did you get into I was, it? I, was, um, I went out there. I was going to be an investment banker. Nice. And then like nobody likes that job. That suck job. So I'm like, I'm still going to go out there. I'm not going to do that. And then I, like, <laughs> I want to learn about real estate. So I became a property manager, which is the most hard, thankless job. One of yeah. Them, other than being a mom. Like on site like, or like at, at the, um, yeah, I was site. managing like, like you live there is what I'm saying. I didn't live. Okay. okay, I, okay. I, on, you, you don't Those want are the that. worst. Yeah. I lived at a company like apartment yeah, in yeah, a yeah. different building that okay. I didn't manage because okay. you don't want to be bombarded by that. That is a thankless job. Yeah, the only people who message you or whatever for whatever reason call you are like unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. So they did that, and I'm like, these brokers are killing. And I was like 23, and uh -huh. it's New York, and I wanted to make money, so I just started brokering property. Why so, didn't you? Uh, why didn't you get into investment banking? Like you got out there and you said no, or you knew you weren't going to do it. It. I had a couple friends who went and they went through like the financial meltdown and all that and stuff, but they they all That's hated right. it. It was like. I guess after your first couple of years, your hours change a little bit, but it's going, it's like going to corporate law or something like that. They just grind you in the first yeah, couple of years. It's a, a demand and supply kind of thing. So yeah. out of, out of the gate, it's one of the, at the time it was one of the highest paying jobs you could like practically get. And Goldman being, Sachs. Yeah. Guys like that. Lehman yeah, yeah. brothers when they was back in right. business, you know, um, UBS, all these different guys, but really what they're doing in a way is, uh, they're just doing like, real estate for companies. They're just like yeah, putting yeah, yeah. together numbers so we can sell a company or analyze a company to sell to the public and things like that. And yeah. a lot of other things too, but it's like the way they treat the employees there mm -hmm. usually fucking sucks. Right. Yeah. From everything I saw, they yeah, could yeah, have yeah. a guy who's like, that's not true. But like, okay, fine. Well, they have to change it now because of social media. <laughs> I think something came on Goldman Sachs where they had like, whatever they call like the, the new employees, they work like 80 hours a week. And they have to do all these like presentations for the morning meetings. Yeah. And they're like, sometimes people don't even look at it. 
know what I mean? Oh, man. Like, yeah. they grind them down, and then they're, and they're like, I don't know if anyone ever looks at this material, so. It's, yeah. But the pay is good. The pay, it's the highest you job get, you can get out of you get to have, game. like, Goldman Sachs on your, uh, your resume. I guess that looks good. There is that, if you care about that. Yeah. You know, if you want to keep going in that direction, it's important. You know? Yeah. But I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. How is the, when did you, what year did you start? Like, right in the like height? Like, Dude. At the bottom. That's the best time to start. Is that the bottom or is that like right before the bottom? Uh, 2008. I think 2000, 2008 was when it's crashing down, something okay. like that. Maybe I was starting in 2009 then. Okay. I got to refresh, but just, I mean, we had like a 10-year bull market after that. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of people who are just getting fucked up. They don't they don't mm-hmm. know how to handle that switch. Mm-hmm. And so when you don't know any better, it's just that's what you're interested in getting into. You just do yeah. it and then you figure it out. Was it easy in 2009 or people were still scared? But this is like when interest rates were low. Dude, I'm I went out I to New York with, with um, I knew one guy uh-huh. and I slept on a couch for a couple of weeks because I didn't go out with a job. But yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I was pretty confident I could make it work. Okay. And then I um, just applied for jobs and just you figure it out. Okay. I'm not an immigrant to New York, but I felt like right. kind of in, in – uh, like, you know, when you hear about people who immigrate to another country, they yeah, had it yeah, way yeah. harder. But for me, it's like, I didn't know anybody. I didn't have money to, like, do yeah. things. So it's just you figure it out and you go with it. You know? How did you get your first job? You, so you got your, your license first or you started working? Uh, I was a property manager first. So during the, the like, the financial meltdown, mm. I, I remember having this... Um, uh, this person who's like, oh, I wish my nephew could get a job. So good, you have a job. I'm like, yo, how did they? Like, what are they doing to get a job? I just got this job. He's like, oh, they applied to a couple of places. I'm like, dude, I was on Craigslist applying to 20 jobs a day till I got a job. And it took a while, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I think I was cold calling before that. This job sucks. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm just gonna keep doing this until I find a job that's uh-huh. different and I want to learn about property. So yeah. then I it took me like two months or something. To get your license? No, to be a property manager. Okay. And then when I was trying to get my license, that's a big book like to study to like actually get through. It's actually like a college level course. And you're trying to do that okay. while you're working and stuff. And like being in your 20s is like hard to concentrate. So yeah. I would just wake up a little earlier and do that like early in the morning. Was the test hard? Mm, so no. Okay. That's why there's a lot of shitty realtors out there. But <laughs> uh it was hard enough that you actually put some work into it, though. It doesn't help you with your job. So the way I did that is um, I'm like, well, I need a 70 to pass. So I'm just going to buy all these practice tests, and I'm just going to study till I get an 80 almost every time. I'm going right. to take the test. And then I just – so I think I, I passed with like a 73. I'm like, oh, fuck, I studied 3% too much. <laughs> I'm not trying to get an A on this test. I just yeah. pass-fail. You know? And once you get your, your license, it's easy to get into a brokerage or – Yeah, because they don't pay you anything. Oh really? No salary at all? No, no. It's all it's all cold cowboy. You get whatever you bring in. You're like a bounty hunter. Okay. So whatever you can do successfully, you get paid on. Whatever you don't do successfully, you can put a thousand hours into something and get they nothing for it. Yeah. How? But the, so I know now it's probably most people do four and a half percent. So you're splitting two to two two percent each buyer and seller agent. Yeah, that got depressed. It used to be six. Okay, so you get three. five for a long time. And okay, then now it's like it's usually five. Okay, usually five, so let's say so. you get two and a half percent. How much do you have to give to the the brokerage? It depends on your. Um, Is it like, like sales? Me, the more you sell, the more of the percentage you get to keep. Yeah, at some that? point here where I work, Kelly Williams, San Francisco. What's up? Um, Shout you, out. you cap it out, so you get like you have a small like couple hundred dollar transaction fee. But everything else you keep after a certain amount of sales. Okay. And up to that, you're giving away like 15 to 20% of each check. And that's before your expenses and that's before Uncle Sam and, that's yeah, yeah, and yeah. all your time you put into it. So yeah. off the top. Yeah. But yeah, that's so better than splitting the, giving them a full percentage point, which is like 50%. That's true. That used yeah. to be how it was when brokerages had more authority and power. Okay. And now, um, as like the teams within real estate have more power and the okay. brokerage itself. It used to be because there was no Zillow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People couldn't look things up on their own. You had to come through a brokerage to see this magical book of homes that existed. Yeah. And that's the only way to really do it. Yeah. So that got ate away by, by the internet. Same with like travel agents, you know. Right. They just died. With so. Expedient and all that. Yeah. And at the end of the day, though, like being real estate, it's like a job. It's like work. Mm-hmm. It's not like you have no secret information anymore. Yeah. But you have an understanding of a process to buy real estate and help right. people out. Yeah. 
So how, how what makes a good uh, successful real estate agent? Um, if anyone here wants to get into it, dude, it's you have to be a good self managing boss. Like I tell people, and this is, does not hold true for everything. It's kind of like if you could lose fifteen pounds, you could be a good real estate agent because you can make yourself do something consistently. Like it, you have to have a lot of self discipline because, like, okay. I found out when I started, I'm a horrible boss to myself. I'm way too easy on myself. Right. So it's like you could go days without doing anything, and no one's gonna say shit. Yeah, it's like yeah, going yeah. to the gym. No, yeah. who's gonna tell you you're not going to the gym? Maybe get like a circle right. of friends who tell you you're slacking or something. But otherwise, it's like yeah. you gotta make yourself. And you only need to sell really like a few homes a year for you to be able to live. Well, I don't know. Rent's pretty expensive in San Francisco, but Bro, you know it's what I mean? expensive here, man. It's expensive. You gotta sell a couple, yeah. A couple, yeah. More How than- many houses do you have to sell to to feel like you're? not mm. eating shit for a year it to feel like i'm doing okay yeah like one a month or something would be fine i think okay so yeah. 12 a year that's i mean people who st- would do 12 a year are going to make more money than most okay so if you do what what would be like your minimum would you say like you would feel like really terrible 12 or you like nine well, it's different because I have a real estate partner and I have like a virtual assistant and I have like, so there's little stuff going on. Um, I want 12 a year minimum. Like that's not even a lot. There's realtors out here who are like very uh, productive. I'd say mm-hmm. that they'd laugh at me. They'd be, they'd be oh, yeah. laughable. Yeah. They're just laughing in their Bentleys, bro. Just laughing. At how me. do you, okay. How do you get, how do you get a uh, clients word of mouth? You do really well with one person or you. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there's a, like, I mean. Or you hit up friends and family is what I'm assuming this, most this people This is one start. of the most fair businesses I've seen. Like, because you'll see, like, an immigrant lesbian chick come yeah. out and just crush it, you right. know? And compared to, like, like tall white guy just flailing about. This yeah, is, yeah, like, yeah, one yeah. of the most meritocracy. No, I mean, nothing's perfect, right. but it's, like, very merit-oriented. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what are the things? It's like comedy. Like, it doesn't matter your status can you make people laugh can you mm-hmm. do the thing and you're good at like meeting people in a way that they inspire them to work with you you know yeah so what is, yeah yeah okay i don't remember the question i was just saying like how do you even get clients like in the beginning it's like friends and family like you just yeah there's friends and family you have to learn some marketing okay. you have to learn to talk to people you've never talked to before yeah but i had you know i had experience doing that when i went to new york and I experienced doing that moving back here. So you learn like, yeah. oh, I don't need to. Okay, this is my best analogy for it, right? Like some people, they can put a log in a fire. That's the easiest thing. Right. Other people like go out in the wilderness and have two little twigs. It's all wet and they can create a fire. Right. So same socially. You have to be able to turn strangers into people who trust you enough to mm-hmm. have you handle an asset that's worth a lot of money. Okay. And you have to do it without a degree. Like a, a doctor that degrees up there, you wear the lab coat and the stethoscope. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. She looks like a doctor. I'm going to trust them. They're in the right place. Yeah. You know, they're in this hospital or whatever. Right. Real estate agent, man. Like, there's some shabby realtors out there. Not going to lie. They were pretty shabby. And other ones treat it like a job. So you just treat it like a job and meet a lot of people. How much of your, uh, how much of new clients are you getting from like uh, your social? Um, not that much right now. Okay. Um, because, uh, I, I mean, I'll have a huge social presence. I have, like, just, right. like, under a 1,000 people on my my social. Fucking kill it. But there's there's some realtors, <laughs> like, have, like, 100,000. Right. You know? you know, usually a hot chicks. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, there's plenty of good-looking realtors who don't have, too. So it's not uh-huh. just, it's not that easy. Do and you have it, a separate account? Because one I'm following no, you guys one. No, no, I should. Because you know what? You don't put homes on there, but you don't want to do that, huh? I'll, I'll do that a little bit more. It's going to okay. be, like, it's just my life at this point. It's just going to be... Yeah. Bro, does Joe Rogan have a separate account for his comedy, bro? No, he just put it in You're one right. spot. You're right, dude. He's a little more popular than me, so but uh, I'll catch up. You know, I know. So. you take really great uh, scenic stuff on your Instagram. Yeah, it's boring. I just have to fill it in. I put I put music on it though. You know. Oh, okay. I got I got some tunes on my stories. You know. Nice, nice. So, so what 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 is the okay? Are you what what's your plan now? It's because the the recessions coming everybody's talking about housing yeah. is going to crash like are you nervous about it or are you yeah a little bit okay I mean, it's just like but pe- there's always people willing to buy them obviously there's just not as many um it changes the the people who can do anything changes okay so it's like i mean when things are going good or bad people are going to be doing comedy yeah when people life happens real estate comes in the passenger seat Mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's like okay now i don't have um 
like this couple who are going to sell their equity in a tech company that's about to IPO who right. buy a house yeah, yeah, at yeah. like 2% and a half interest rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage. Right. They're not existing anymore. Yeah. So you have to be like, okay, now I'm going to go find like... Uh, cash buyers. Cash buyers, international, estate planners, okay. um, like estate attorneys. There's just, there's things happen, but the mm -hmm. people who are like the gatekeepers for that to happen yeah. are going to be different people. Yeah. And then it's like, as a real estate agent, we're kind of a quarterback and we give the ball to a lot of people like a contractor, and a, yeah, yeah, yeah. an electrician or whoever. Mm -hmm. And so you got to make sure that they're giving the ball back too. sometimes like, yeah. Hey, you know how I'm giving you all this business. Well, wouldn't it be nice if once in a while we could have that be a two way street. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Cause like, but they don't know how to ask for business in a way. Uh -huh. You kind of have to train them a little bit. Okay. It's like, Oh yeah. My cousin actually, cause I have like a thousand cousins. It's going to like buy a house. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should introduce them. They just don't know how to do that. It's right. Not, they don't not train because all we do is realtors are like super social animals in a way. Yeah. So we just know the opportunities. But if you're a tradesman or woman, you're not like trained to like sense those opportunities. Do you ever play football? Well, well not... I I didn't, but it's an analogy. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're looking for openings socially yeah, yeah, yeah. where someone needs your help. Right. Yeah. And There's so opportunities everywhere. You got your eyes closed to it. You're not going to see it. So. Okay. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was wondering. There must be cash prices there. People are always talking about cash buyers in the last couple of years. Isn't this the time where cash buyers come in when the housing prices start to go down? Yeah, they'll have. I mean, the housing prices haven't fallen much. Yeah, but like people are ex like they've gone. It's coming, is what they're saying. Right? Um, or you yeah. don't think so? It's we'll see. We'll say. see if if there's a lot of unemployment. Yeah. Then people are fucked. Like yeah. I've been hearing rumors of like freezes on hiring and not layoffs but like big freezes on yeah, hiring and some layoffs a little bit you know yeah if that happens more like yeah like in this region where we have super low unemployment we're in trouble like okay. everybody's going to be in a little bit more trouble yeah yeah it's not going to be good for anybody but you think most people aren't even owners though right so if they're renters they're yeah their chances of getting a house will be harder. yeah because, okay. you know, if they're not having this, there's like a lot of these people who are clients had cashed out like stock options and then they're going to use that as a down right, right. They have their family helping them. Yeah. If you came from not a lot of means and you worked your ass off through university and you got a good high paying job, which didn't have a stock option and you're just trying to save and get into this game called home ownership, which makes the banks look at you differently, mm -hmm. where you live, like where you send your kids. It's like a whole different trajectory when you're a homeowner in a good area. Yeah. It it sends you off in a different place. It's something to try to do. It's actually really good if you can. Right. It gets really tough for them. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and then like, you know, I, I feel for that because yeah. dude, I, my mom was a breadwinner. My dad was a stay at home dad. And it's like, you know, one salary and like female breadwinner. It's like, Hey, I understand. It's kind of like yeah. it's harder. And how do I get on that track where I can take benefit of that part of America and everything? It's hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Do you um are you you personally worried about business? Or you're like uh I mean always. It's kind of you can't it, when you're self-employed as long as you, know, you kind of can't ever not be worried. Uh -huh. Like the minute that happens you're it's something you've done something. You've made a mistake cuz you have probably been not worried for too long. Okay. Once you recognize you're not worried, it's kind of like yeah, you you got to be hungry mm -hmm. all the time. My opinion. Okay. Yeah, there's some people who've been in it for so long; they have so many clients that it's like it doesn't matter. But when you're, you know, I had to restart my whole practice coming out here from New York. That's right. Yeah, so that like, you had to. Is it harder here or easier? You do more work here. It's really? not harder. People have the same needs, but like a realtor actually works harder out here because there's more paperwork, there's more government um, rules on home transferring and stuff like that. So we have to work a lot harder. Okay. Yeah, in New York, we hire an attorney. We have the buyer seller. Uh, they hire their own attorney, and they do a lot of the realtor's job out and here. And that's law out there. Like, yeah, you, no, you, don't, you don't have to. Okay. Like, you don't have to use a realtor at all. It's just like it's a job. Yeah. Do I yeah, want to yeah, do yeah. this? Because, like, I mean, how much time do I got? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, this guy's good at it, and he's gonna do everything. Mm -hmm. You know. So people don't have to hire a contractor. They could fix their own house too. But it's a job. Right. Know? So if you're good at it, yeah. You know. Same thing. If you uh, so I, the other question I want to ask you is: You've been in, in it for so long. Is there a reason why you don't want to do like your own? Uh... I'm a broker here. You are a broker. Yeah, I'm a broker here, but like, there's back office stuff 
insurance stuff like okay there is a huge benefit to being affiliated not with a brand i don't care about that as much uh-huh. as it is to be affiliated with other people with information and you're you're synergizing and sharing mm-hmm. info you okay know? it's like same with with comics and stuff it's like yeah you don't have to hang out with any other stand-ups but like you share tips and you're like okay you know you're always in the mingle and you might hear about a gig or something that like yeah just so under keller williams you're just giving them a fee to use their insurance or no, I'm. I mean, it's it's just to like be in the office culture with other people in a good way. Yeah. Okay. But it's like it's like going to a gym. You can do it as much or as little as you want. Yeah, yeah. You don't like. You can never show up ever. What's the turnover like in this building? I don't know. It's probably huge. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's people like I said, twelve a year, and like people are laughing. I'm, on the other end of the spectrum, there's people who don't do one ever. Oh geez! It's like again, like stamp. There's people can't make anybody laugh. Yeah, yeah. There's other people crush it and make everybody laugh all the time. So yeah. you know, it's always trying to do better. So that. you see people like in and out of this office a lot, dude. They don't come in. I never see oh, them. It's okay. like on them to like be learning and and yeah. like kind of it's like an apprenticeship almost. Okay. Like, there's things that people know in this office that way I don't know, and I have to on a specific job. You ask them, you learn. You know. And people are pretty cool. I feel like everyone's your uh, competitor in here. Um, I mean, there's dicks out there. Okay. But most people are, are they're, they're not cool with giving you their time. Right. Because they're busy as hell. Yeah. But they're cool if you have their time and you're friendly to giving yeah, yeah. you their info. It's no problem. Okay. Yeah. Are you a dick? Are you a nice guy here? Yeah, I'm all the worst. Uh, <laughs> just crush my enemies. and. <laughs> no, I'm pretty nice. But again, like okay. it's more of a time constraint than it is. Like, sure. Info. Like the info is all out there too. It's like there's no secret. Yeah. Like most of the stuff you could like ask most people who uh-huh. have done some work, but it's just mostly people are busy. Yeah. Okay. Cool, dude. Let's talk about a little bit of comedy. Why did you get into comedy? I, this is like the last couple minutes. Oh, yeah. Um, when did you start? Dude, I had a friend who I started. Uh, I started back in college. Okay. Yeah, I had a friend who was, um, he's a Boy Scout, and he's like one of the best storytellers I've ever heard in my life, and he just uh-huh. got so much attention. Okay. And I'm like, one night, um, I don't know, I just had some spark in me, and I was really funny. Yeah. Just, you know, how some people are on some nights for whatever reason. Yeah. I'm like, that was fucking great. I wish I could learn to do that a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think that inspired me to do it, so... And then I wanted to do it like just because you see it and you're like, fuck it, maybe I could do that. Sure. Are you doing more? You just started doing more consistently, or were you doing it for a while? Um, I was doing it in New York a long time oh, ago. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and um, just on the local like like newbie circuit, and then I stopped for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was like focusing on work and stuff like that. Yeah, and then um. Then I just started like this last year again, okay. going out like a couple times a week and writing as much as possible. You do write a lot. I try to, okay. you know, cause like, it's like you're solving a problem sometimes, right? Yeah. You're like, here's my joke. Here's my premise. How do I get it from, you know, to how, how do you get it? So it like makes sense. And there's all these little pieces to it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's well, that used to scare the shit out of me. I'd see a guy and he'd do the same shit joke for a year and he's yeah. like tweaking it a little bit. I'm like, dude, the more you polish a turd, it's a shinier turd, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, let's 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 just guess that I'm not my best joke writer when I started, mm-hmm. and then like keep writing jokes and polish those as I go, and hopefully I'm getting better theoretically. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you seem to you're a pretty uh, disciplined person. You're writing all the time, and you're doing your a job where you don't have a boss, bro. Like, you may yeah, or may not have a six listen, pack. I just listen to like Jocko. Willing or whatever. It's like, tell me how disciplined you got to be to like fucking destroy your enemies and shit. You know, and it works. Um, I never write. I, I don't write until, and I do like my jokes for a couple of weeks and I'm like, I gotta have, like, they know, they know. And then I'll write like five minutes of new stuff and yeah. it's trash. Um, I'm <laughs> so here's, okay. I am nobody to take advice from, but here's what I do, which seems to work little bit okay. is that, like i i don't start at a desk i'll start by walking around okay i'll like physically walk around i'll go on a walk down the block and like i come back and like if you don't wear headphones and you're not you're just letting your mind go mm-hmm. those, there's some things and you'll just write those on my phone i just start working on that like how can i turn this into a joke structure okay because i'll have like um or you'll pick them up from a conversation yeah talking to someone and so i was just talking to you write it down immediately I write it down pretty fucking fast. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm pretty forgetful. Yeah, me too. So I, I was uh, just I was on a date. Nice. And, um, Shout talking, out. 
shout out to her yeah and she's <laughs> like you know they should have uh as a premise it's like my food's always going bad they should have grocery stores for single people yeah I'm like oh that's a premise that could be pretty rich and you just you could open right. that right and it's like huh yeah nice that kind of thing you know write that down i'm not going to use that i'm encouraging her to like try an open mic to do that you okay know? yeah cool i'm no dude. joke thief bro you know yeah me neither but uh sometimes like I, i'm afraid i might take someone's joke because you hear so much of it and then when you're writing and you're like does someone say this already does that ever happen or no um i mean you could have the same premise with a different joke yeah like yeah. you know like one premise, like the most basic premise, oh, the apps are hard, or like you know, yeah. oh, like you female like, the apps are fucking oh, easy. My vagina's weird, you know, like yeah. How many times has that been told? You know, yeah, it's like it's a different angle, I guess, or something. So okay. yeah, yeah. But man, how long have you been doing comedy? Been... Uh, a year exactly, almost. Okay, cool. Give or take a year. Were, um, you, were you doing anything artistic like that before? No, I was in. Uh, so I came back. Uh, in September of last year, I was living in Long Beach in SoCal, and I did only like once or twice because there was an open mic at a, uh, a coffee shop. But there's there there weren't a lot of open mics at the time, so I did it once. And I didn't do it for a couple of years, and I came back here. I'm working from home, and it like kind of freed up all this time. And I was like, I think I want to do this. Yeah, but it's so rough. It feels like it's both the most exciting thing ever and also the most depressing at the same time. Like like that short five minutes you're on stage you're like oh I feel great or you're like uh, yeah trash, well you have to adjust for the audience too right like when you when yeah. we're at the milk bar at eleven yeah and there's like twenty comics at the bar and four in the room you're like I don't know what to expect of this you know yeah feedback I'm trying to work on like uh like kind of dictating the energy like I feel like I a bad habit of mine is I match the energy of the crowd. So if they're laughing, having fun, it's kind of like yeah, pushing me to the next joke, and I'm like upbeat, more energy. But if it's dead, I'm just like, oh, you know, uh, what about uh, Asians? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Like you, you, you have to like be unflappable. Yeah, but you'll look like a psychopath if you're just like high energy, and there's like two people there, and well, you're like playing to the room. <laughs> I don't know if you have to be high energy. You just have yeah. to not give a fuck. Like yeah, like I'm gonna have fun. Yeah. But this is ideal. I'm yeah, not always yeah. like this either. But it's like, I'm going to have fun. I don't care. I'm adjusting to the one person sitting there or something like that. I'm right. glad I sat here for an hour to do jokes to the one person sitting there or something like that. But, like, you know, I think it's a rough it's a rough takeoff for any comic. And, yeah. and part of the open mic, and, I, and it's not ideal, and I wish it wasn't like this, is just just being able to deal with the emotions of like nobody fucking cares yeah. i get so little feedback per mic i gotta keep polishing shitty jokes until uh -huh. i get better jokes and then I try to get book shows and i think the showcases for like bringer shows or um like even class shows are actually really useful more than the class theory and stuff too is just having a, an audience at a yeah a, a that's the most important for, yeah how so you speaking of classes you've done a couple are those worthwhile in your um, opinion for different reasons and people like if you've never thought about comedy it's probably probably just to get you up yeah like i have one friend who says um he took me to an andrew schultz show in the masonic uh mm -hmm. the end of last year and so i said oh i know this workshop and you should you know try it and he's later he's like yeah you know he's he's out a lot and he's um i would have never gone on this path and done all these you know pushed as far as i have if i didn't start in a workshop right because just forced him to do something he wasn't gonna probably ballsy enough at the time to do yeah and he's pretty good you know okay so yeah and the other thing which like so i i used to do you know akash singh yeah i used to go to open mic to open mic with him in new york we started at the oh, same really? time yeah nice and he just kept him and andrew schultz uh were they buds going. the whole time no when i met andrew schultz he had a business card I think he's from Long Beach or something. It's on his cart, wherever he's from. And um, Long Beach out in New York, right? No, no, no. I think he's from. Uh, no, maybe he's from Santa Monica. I can't oh, okay. remember. I got a. Okay. I had when I went. His dad was like a news guy, I think. Andrew was Schultz, he? Something okay. Like that. Yeah, I don't yeah, know much okay. about him, but I I remember meeting him in an open mic a long time ago. And Akash, we used to go to open mics together, and I quit. Uh -huh. And they kept pushing through all this brutal stuff we're talking about. Yeah. They came out the other end polished. 
you know? Right. So, so you've seen their development. Have they changed a lot since the beginning, you think? Um, I mean, they just know how to do it. Like, I think they're, I don't know Andrew, but me and Akash used to hang out. And so, yeah. Um, hey, shout out, Akash. Come on the podcast. What's up, man? I saw him at Cobbs. He played Cobbs. Uh, Did he remember you? Yeah. Yeah, hey, dude. Like yeah, that. no, we were texting before. Oh, nice shit, yeah. dude. I mean, we're not close. It's been a long yeah, time. But close enough to be his real estate broker? We'll find out. Come out Shout to out, come dude. out to San Francisco, but um anyway okay yeah, but they just pushed through this yeah, yeah, yeah. process and uh, over like ten years right because you more, went to New York a little bit more okay yeah but I saw him come up because he's doing open mics and then all of a sudden I was doing real estate and then he was doing like Carolines okay and he was always a Desi guy he was doing like these like ethnic shows with other Indian dudes yeah he's yeah, playing yeah. that angle a lot yeah and I'd see him at um, Eastville which is like a Lower East Side uh-huh. comedy club. And then he just get bigger venues. Not Carol. It was Caroline's. A uh, Gotham. I saw him at Gotham. Yeah. And then I had left New York and I was out here. And then he just kept. And then you know what really does it is stuff like this. Uh-huh. In, like the social media aspect to stand up has changed stand up so much. Right. Who gets booked? And if you can get, um, I think it was Sophie. Who's the one married to one of the Jonas Brothers? She played. Uh, she was in Game of Thrones. She had the red hair. Yeah, I know what you're talking. About. Sansa Stark. Yeah, her actress. <laughs> she was like, "There's an." Um, she was playing the Phoenix. She's playing Jean yeah, Grey yeah, yeah. in X Men. She's like, "Yo, there was a um, an actress who I think's way better than me who was auditioning. Uh huh. She should have got the job. But I have bigger social media. So what I'm, was I'm, she doing before Game of Game of Thrones? She had a social media presence. Before no, this that? is because of Game of Thrones for X Men. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a terrible movie though, but. Well, I mean, but she has a name, yeah. Yeah, she's more bankable, and yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. the people who are doing the social aspect, social media aspect of comedy, it's like just a way to not circumvent clubs, but to right. show to clubs, like, hey, like, I'm not showing you a demo tape here. I got like thirty thousand people, not me, but yeah, like, yeah. like, like I'm pretty bookable, right? And so then it comes down if they like you or not, you know? Yeah, but even that in itself is hard work. The social media, dude. Name. How many comics have thirty thousand? You know. I know. That's hard. That's I got like two hundred people following me, all friends. And Bro, spam. I got like I got like just under a thousand. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a cake when it. I get a thousand. Yeah. You're killing it, dude. Yeah. Try. Do you put like hashtags and stuff on your posts? Yeah, sometimes. But it's mostly like real estate hashtags. You know? I see. Like the, I only have like five comedy things up there. Do you think it'll be good for you to combine all those things or keep them? You know what's interesting? Separate. So that that's been interesting um when i started posting some comedy on my it's like a work page basically yeah people who don't show me much interest as a realtor yeah. would come up and talk to me because they like some jokes that i they'd listen to so it's just a totally different way to interest people okay yeah so you're okay with like just putting all together and bro i'll throw know. f-bombs fuck this fuck that like it doesn't well you know no one could fire you but some people um, I'm a like, little afraid of getting people canceled. around here. Ask me like, oh, you, you call people jerks. You're like cussing and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm polite about it. I don't do it in anger. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like, you know, if you don't like that, there's like just under a million people in this city, so I can find some more. Right, kind of right, right. Together, you know, so I'm yeah. not trying to piss people off, but I'm trying yeah. to like be my own human being and not like hide behind politeness. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Another good reason to be your own boss. You can't get fired for sure. But yeah, dude, anything else? We've done almost an hour here. I had a great time. We should do it yeah, again. Yeah, that went quick, man. Went that quick. went quick? Yeah. All right, everybody well, follow. Well, for me. I don't know about you, I guess, but... Uh, it went quick for me. This is uh, like podcasting, I guess, with anything else. I'm getting more comfortable and... Yeah. I'm glad you're doing it. Thanks for having me on your show. For sure. What's your uh, Instagram and stuff? Uh, I'm at time to talk to Paul. All one word, all letters. Time to talk to Paul. It used to be my AOL Instant Messenger Oh, nice. Made it all the way. Dude, you are adopted. You don't got AZN in your... No, I don't have K-A-Z-N, Pride. Dragons. Yeah, no, no dragons, yeah. no tigers, no, nothing like that. Yeah, yeah dude. So. All right, everybody, follow Paul Robertson on his Instagram. If you're going to buy a house or sell a house, find him. Cool. And I'll see him around the open mic circuit. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Later, jerks. Bye. Thanks, bro. Thank you.